Live from Western Kentucky University, capital of the Hilltopper Nation. Whether it's in the locker room or on the field, behind the clipboard or on the court, home or away, we've got you covered. Get ready to enter the Red Zone, your destination for all things sports, right here on Revolution 91.7. And welcome to your first Red Zone show of the semester. I'm your host, Michael Stamper. Alongside me is Matt Grisano, Will Gerber, and uh, Mason Fletcher. How are you guys doing tonight? Uh, doing good. Glad to be back. little slow start to this year, but now we're back and we're ready to go. Yeah, I mean, it was a long summer and then we didn't get started till week three, but I think faster than last year. Last year we didn't start till after the Indiana game, so... That is true. true. Progress. Happy to have football back. Oh, yeah, of course, as, like always. Um, yeah, it's a pretty new era of the show um, as Ryan and Caden and Nick are gone. So, let's, I like think good news or bad news, take it as you want. <laughs> <laughs> They're not here, so. Yeah, um, but I think I think we should get going here. So, uh, WKU football, 2-0 and on the year. I think they're looking pretty good so far. What about you all? I haven't watched them as much as I normally would have at this point. Play it in the middle of the night, I mean, on some sketchy app. I, I don't know. I, I feel good, though. 2-0 and o is what I wanted them to be right now. I think you all can agree with me on that. Yeah, right. Well, you yeah, if you if you weren't 2-0 and o right now, we'd have a, because a big problem. Then I'd be worried. Yeah. I think, uh, honestly, the Austin P game was a little worrisome uh, for me because I saw it was another slow start, and then we were up by, I think, one point in the third at one time. So that was a little worrisome, and I was like, uh, but then the Hawaii game, they looked terrific. So, Austin Reed was in his head on for the Austin P game. First half, he was making stupid mistakes. Right. I mean, stuff that high school quarterbacks can make, he wasn't doing. He was right. definitely knocking the rust off, but yes. he, he, seemed to, he, he seemed to settle down yeah. as the game went on. Yeah. And then against Hawaii, he did look Yeah, really he seemed good. really comfortable against Hawaii. Right. Yeah, like I think he's looked pretty – Impressive. I mean, especially, I think he had four total touchdowns against Hawaii, three passing, one rushing. And some of them so, are long throws, too. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they're pretty pretty impressive throws. Yeah. So that brings the next question. Is he a valid successor to Bailey Zappi? Nobody is. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, nobody could be. I mean, nobody in the history of college football have done what Bailey Zappi did last year. But, I mean, I think it's he's looked valid so far. I mean, he's looked like everything you need him to do. He hasn't, he hasn't been asked to be in that situation where he has to do something. So at that point, which could happen the next game, I think it'll happen. Uh, this next. Yeah, but yeah. right now it's like everything that's been asked him, he's done. Right, so. he hasn't had any of those two minute drives where he's got right. to march the team down the field for the win or something like that. So, but he hasn't done anything wrong. They're winning football games, you know, anything yeah. crazily wrong to make them lose. So can't be disappointed in him. No, I think he's looked impressive and he's looked poised, especially after the jitters he had against Austin P, which were pretty obvious, but. Even Bailey Zappi threw interceptions against in his first game with UT yeah, Martin. It took us. I think we were down for a little while against UT Martin last year, and yeah, yep, he settled down and yeah, he used to love to throw in early, and that's what uh, uh, Reed did the same thing in Austin P early. So I was yep. like, oh, all right, he is he is he has learned <laughs> a lot from Zappi. Throw a pick early, and then after that, you're all right. <laughs> yeah. Um, how about the defense? They had six takeaways versus Hawaii, which was pretty impressive, I think. Yeah, this defense always is. Cause see, last year I think we let we were t- near the top of the country in interceptions. Well, yeah, if not led so. the country. So they do a great job of that. It's just again the defensive line is small, and I feel like it's the run game, which is what we're going to see in Indiana, because that's a team that just wants that has bigger guys to run the ball, and you also don't have the pass rush of missing Malone of that one player. But I think overall they've held up pretty well at the start. Again, is that because of the competition they've played that they haven't had to be challenged like that or is the defense improved and you were talking about the cornerbacks and the interceptions and the takeaways and stuff like that I was really impressed uh, a couple times during the Austin P game a couple corners getting in the backfield and getting sacks right. um, you know so I liked throwing out those corner blitzes and you know keeping the offense guessing you know not being not doing the same thing every time you're out there yeah that was pretty good um I think I think they did look a little questionable against Austin P, but I mean you have six takeaways against Hawaii, who is I mean they're one of they're towards the bottom of FBS. Like I would think we have a couple teams yeah. on our schedule but, this year that are towards the bottom. I would put FIU and yeah. some people are even putting Charlotte down there. Oh, yeah. Charlotte, they got absolutely embarrassed. I think in week one, I don't remember who right. they played. They played FIU in FAU, week one, yeah. and FAU is supposed to be pretty good, but 
Yeah, that, you I mean, know how that goes. In the offense we've run, it's so hard to judge our defense because they're going to be on the field a ton. They're going to be – like they're going to give up a lot of yards because they're doing sometimes twice as many drives as some defenses do. So it's it, it's hard to look at them statistically. It's really just when they need to get stops, can they get stops? And that's just we'll have to see. If they're, Last year it was a lot of the defense would – had to settle. It was like the defense went when the offense. The offense had have a slow start to the game. The defense also would look bad. Mm-hmm. You'd be in a hole. Yes. So now it's like the defense still, I mean, I thought the Austin P game kind of struggled early, but then figured it out, and the offense was struggling. So I think it's still the same trend of they kind of go with the offense. Oh, yeah, I, I agree. And that was a huge problem last year, getting in holes early, and then they had to dig out of them. I mean, it happened in, I think, every game we lost. So. Yeah. And when it feels like you – like the formula to winning is a shootout like that's going to come with some defense is going to give up a lot of yardage and you know we just kind of got to deal with that I feel like right and the the takeaways I mean the interceptions some of that's also because of the offense we run if we are blowing a team out and we're up 35 40 points and they're just throwing the ball over the the place throw the ball yeah Yeah. then you're more likely to get interceptions so it's like it is so hard to evaluate like an air raids defense on like if you look at numbers besides just watching them in key moments. And like this year, you haven't played an offense that's anything compared to what Indiana's will be. Not that Indiana has a good offense. It's just right. we played two bad offenses. Yeah, yeah, I mean. No offense to Austin P. They're pretty good at their level, but, I mean, they're yeah, still in right. FCS school. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we've had a good sample size of Hawaii anyways. They played Michigan and Vanderbilt and got destroyed, especially Vanderbilt. They were absolutely destroyed in – week one against Vanderbilt yeah rough start for Hawaii fans (laughs) (laughs) I mean I've heard people saying that might be one of the worst teams in college football yeah well they have a lot of turnover especially with a new head coach um I think their quarterback transferred to to some Mountain West school right um but at least they go to school in Hawaii so yeah right right right, (laughs) see I was talking about that with someone I'm like I don't know if I'd want to play football to Hawaii because every road game you got to travel what six hours on a plane that's true I didn't think about that I don't want to do that right yeah it is paradise though so yeah. Um, so, this week with the rematch against Indiana, uh, how are we feeling about that? Honestly, not too bad. Indiana, it's a noon game. The crowd's not going to be in it. Yeah. I mean, they don't care. It's Western. I mean, yeah. yeah. Um, Indiana, I watched them against Illinois. Illinois just, I mean, couldn't get the ball in the end zone. And they were making all kinds of mistakes. Illinois wins that game nine times out of 10. Indiana, like last night, you have that down there that they were down 10 0 at the half against Idaho. Idaho yeah. was really bad last year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So they're one of the worst. I mean, Idaho's not even an FBS team anymore. They've gone down to FCS. <laughs> they're that bad. Um, I mean, you would hope off of last year, Western was right there. So you would hope this would be a game where they're like, they've been waiting for it. And building off a big win. And they too. are a lot more yeah. excited to play Indiana than Indiana is to play Western. Yes. Yeah. Right. So you would hope that's you know a lot of times talk about these small schools playing these bigger schools like that's their Super Bowl that's their big game. Western could still win you know wanted to win the conference that'd be the big game but this means a lot more to Western than it does to Indiana which definitely. That, and the like you said the what noon kickoff or it's eleven noon. or it'd well, be yeah. noon yeah. in Bloomington. I mean that's massive because everybody knows if you, most of the time the upsets happen with small schools to big schools it's the noon game. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they come out a little sluggish and that's again if Western can start fast. Because, I mean, you can't fall in a hole against a bigger school. No. Because when they go to just run the ball, they if they can run the ball constantly, they'll struggle. Because the D-line for Western's small, Mm -hmm. especially compared to a Big Ten offensive line. So I think getting a lead early would be massive for them in that game. Yeah, well, it's kind of ironic. WKU's actually favored to win on the FPI on ESPN, which is insane. Like (laughs) It's like a 60 to 40 odds for WKU to win. Wow. Which was kind of surprising. I mean, Indiana, I don't know how improved they are. I mean, obviously they are better than they were last year. Hard to get much worse. Yeah, they only won two games. And one of them was against us. Yeah. How we lost that. Yeah, but I I just – I really don't know how to feel about it because Indiana, I mean – they sometimes it's a tough place to play. Sometimes it's not. But at noon, it's not going to be. No, right. So it's um, not an and Western's game. off a bye week. I mean, this is kind of if you could add, if you could have picked it for Western, you're two and zero, two good wins. You're off a bye. Now you're going to Indiana like that. That's if you could make one. It's a perfect scenario for you to upset them, or I guess maybe not an upset. And you but know, for you to upset them would be. You idea. know, they've seen enough film. You know, this this week and the during the bye week of last year's matchup where you know they're fired up, they're ready right. to come out and punch somebody in the mouth. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I just only player I would look out for on Indiana is 
their quarterback, uh, Connor Bazelak, he he's been one of like the leading passers in the SEC the last two or three years for Missouri. So just depending on how our secondary performs, I just I don't know how well he'll do, but because he wasn't on Indiana last year, so they had to- a totally different quarterback situation. I just don't. Um, I think he's a player that needs to be looked out for. In Indiana, I mean, they have a strong defense. I mean, Will was saying Illinois couldn't even get the ball in the end zone on them. Well, that was more on Illinois than it was Indiana, yeah. but uh, I don't know what to think on Indiana. I do know that if our passing game on defense is good, Indiana will have trouble. Yeah. Because that final drive well, against Illinois, that was they were right. mostly passing the ball. Well, I mean, in the, the, Indiana game, the Indiana game last year, they were in position. A lot of them were just goes, and yep. the corners just never turned around. Mm-hmm. There was like four, four or five touch or whatever touchdowns or big plays that it was just they're there and they just don't turn around. <laughs> uh, so they work on that, and I think we also have almost an entirely, I mean, a really new shuffle defensive staff from last year to this year. Yeah, I mean, brand new defensive coordinator, right. safeties coach. I mean, linebackers coach. It's totally different. <laughs> right. So. Because, um, I mean, Maurice Crumb was a good defensive coordinator, but I, I've liked what I've seen from Tyson Summers so far. And I think it – I mean, it should be a good game. And this is the game when I think – the first real game you can actually see what Western is. I mean, is – can they – are they where they were last year or is this a struggle? Because the first two games, you know, everybody knew they were – they look good, but that was expected. This mm-hmm. is kind of the measuring stick. Yes. Last year it was down to the wire with a Big Ten school. Where are they this year? Yeah, thanks Tyson Hilton. Punt for punt, punt forward instead of going for it on fourth and one. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> or like the biggest third down in the game, and they rushed two defense tackles yeah. at the end of the game, and one of them falls down. So it was a one-man defense tackle rush for like eight seconds. Mm-hmm. That would be forever scarred. Yeah, it's just a little strange. This year also, I've noticed we play 13 regular season games, Yeah, which is a little strange. Most teams that play it's week 12. zero use two bye weeks. We right. opted not to. Huh. So we have this bye week, and then we play 11 straight weekends. Well, I guess yeah. it's more likely to make a bowl. Yeah. I mean, I don't see why you don't do it. It's extra money because it's like we're going to Indiana and Auburn. Most right. MCS schools don't go to multiple That's power true. fives and pick up their check and – Right. Yeah. I mean, we'll get into this more later, but look at Marshall, ex-conference USA member. Yeah. Huge upset yesterday. True. So, um, but no, I think, I mean, this is the first time since I've gone to school here that we've started out 2-0. and So, I mean, I couldn't really be less, ha- I mean, less happy than I am now because, I mean, we, we, for a long time, we were cursed losing to FCS teams in our opening game. So, it was <laughs> nice. It was nice to see us win one for, for once. Wasn't comfortable, right. but. No. Got it done. Um, yeah. At the end of the day, that's what matters. Yeah. Um. So uh, moving on, we could um, WKU volleyball. Um. What are y'all thinking? Nine and one on the season. Uh, yeah. One losses to Louisville. Uh, Louisville, one of the best teams in the country. Louisville was uh, tough. Louisville was tough. I will say this: neither team played well. Both teams, the way they hit the ball, I think Louisville yeah. hit it at one eighty-five. They were both under two hundred. Travis Henson right? said. Yeah. At the, after the game in this press conference, he said, if you told me that Louisville was going to hit a 185, I would have felt really good about our chances. We'd be still be still out there playing. Yeah, I mean, I, I think if you would have told anybody that, yeah. I mean, we've had – I will say this. They're not as good as they were last year. That no. that, that team was very special. Um, freshman libero, that's that's killer. I, I mean, you, you put her into that Louisville situation. That's a lot of pressure, and it showed. But I do believe by the end of the year, uh, Abby Schaefer will be one of the better players in Conference USA. And uh, I'm excited to see how she does, how she transforms. Um, overall, though, as a team, Lauren Matthews played really well. Paige Briggs. She has been on She has fire. stepped up. She Yesterday, is, she is I, against Austin Peay, the 24 kills. 24 kills, career, career high. high. Um I know uh, Friday night, Callie Bauer, or it's Thursday night. I don't know. Let's see. Uh, but she had a triple-double. She had 11 kills, 24 digs, 3 blocks, and 17 points. Uh, that was the first time we've had a triple-double since 2009. And, I mean, we're a pretty good volleyball program. So, yeah. that's yeah. not nothing. And uh, I'm definitely excited to see what happens with this team. There are a lot of unknowns. And I think we'll figure it out as we go. But yeah. by the end of the year, this is going to be a team that be reckoned with i've been really impressed with abby schaefer's serving so far this season uh, as well i think she had four aces in the austin p game yeah. um maybe 
or four aces in one set. I think the third set of the Austin P game. You know, she's she's doing amazing things out there, being thrown into that situation. Because it's not an ideal situation. I mean, no, nope. we had Kelsey Branger. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. a sophomore. Yeah, tears her ACL. I think uh, it was towards the end of the summer, mm-hmm. and you know, right, but a couple weeks before the season. You know, yeah, you're not a lot of notice. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a lot for an 18 year old to take on. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah, I mean. As always, they're looking impressive, but I do agree with you. Obviously, they're not as good as they were last year, but that's that's kind of an understa- overstatement because, I mean, like you said, that team was special. I mean, they're still a top 25 so, team. Course, yeah. They will make the NCAA tournament. And, like, I mean, just because they're not as talented as they were last year, who knows? They could make a deeper run this year in the tournament. Absolutely. It wouldn't surprise me at all. No. But – yeah, it seems like they're getting a little bit of that swagger back. You know, uh, Coach yes. Hudson was saying that after the Austin P match. Um, you know, that only means good things going forward. We, this isn't we like a, confidence. This isn't a team that beats teams in five sets. No, no, sweep no. teams. NKU Sweet teams. And, maybe NKU go in five sets, four yeah, sets. No, thank once, you. once every couple weeks. Right. That's not the norm for this program. No. And I mean, he said it Thursday night. He's like, we did not play well at all. And I will say this though: you play a team back to back. That's. I mean, it's not always easy. Right. Because they played them last Sunday, swept them 3-0, and yep. then play them again Thursday. It's Five sets is still strange. scary. You know, yes. you don't like to see that. But, you know, a win's a win. Yes, definitely. Yeah, so this week they play Tuesday at Tennessee. I think – I'm not sure how good Tennessee is. I think Tennessee's is, pretty good this year. I meant yeah. to look. Um, but I think they're improved. And, uh, I mean, anytime you go to an SEC opponent. Yeah, of course. It's always going to be a tough game. Speaking of that, they do play uh, – Texas A&M and Indiana. Indiana will be going on at the same time the football game is, so okay. there's a little bit of that going on. Um, play Tennessee Tech, too. That's 11 a.m. on Friday. That should be the winnable, winnable one. Um, A&M and Indiana are pretty good, but I still think they should handle both of them. But who knows? Last year they played Ole Miss in one of these, and Ole Miss beat them in four sets. So, mm-hmm. But hopefully we've already had our blunders, so we'll see. Yeah, I mean, this is a team that usually only averages like one or two losses a season, and we <laughs> yeah. already have one, so. I don't see many yeah. more happening. I mean, no. yeah, that Louisville loss is not a bad loss by any means, mm-hmm. you know, no. but. We moved up. I was shocked. We, we, I think we moved back after the first week, and then we moved up after losing to Louisville. So, they saw something in us, I guess, last weekend. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I guess we'll have to see how they do against Tennessee, especially because it's a tough road test. Um, like you said, SEC schools are always tough to play, It's like last year when we lost to Ole Miss. But on the other hand, WKU soccer, they are 3-3-2 three, three, and two starting out this year, and they beat Arkansas State uh, today 1-0. Um, Look at you, 1-0. Yeah. Proud of you, Mike. Yeah. Just trying to be like Nick Brake. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think he got on me once because I said one nothing, and it's like, no, that's wrong. <laughs> um but their highlight win of the season, obviously, so far is the win against Kentucky that was here. At that, was a, that was a fun game. Yeah. I think we had oh, 700 people there, which, I mean, that's quite a few for women's soccer. And uh, just did a lot of fun under the lights. And anytime you beat Kentucky, any sport, I don't care if it's rifle or bowling, it's 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 great. I mean, yeah, that's I the. That's you the all little... feel that way, but that's probably a little bit of Louisville in there. Yeah. Um, well, their their goal they scored in that game was incredible. I mean, oh yeah, she shot that from yeah, way out there. Yeah, I mean, their record. I mean, it may look bad so far, three three and two. But I was looking, and I mean, all the teams they've lost to are solid teams. Like I think they lost to Xavier, Vanderbilt, and um, Xavier and Ole, Ole Miss was nine. Ole Miss, yeah. Ole they Miss lost to Ole Miss two to one. I think Xavier was two to one too. So. Yeah, and Xavier and Xavier Ole Miss was twenty four. Yeah, they're both in the top twenty five. Yeah. So those, I mean, those aren't bad losses. Not afraid to go play teams, and I mean that's that's something I like about them. And it feels like they're playing them close this far. You yes. Know? Yeah, I mean, this is a team that seems to always do well early in the season and then kind of fall off at the end. Yep. Of course, not having Amber Barnett is a huge loss. I mean, I think this is third third time she's tore her ACL, which is insane. I just I don't understand why we have so many torn ACLs on our soccer team here, but I can't answer that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a she, mystery. Yeah, she. I mean, she's our best player, so not having her is going to hurt. But this is a little bit of a different start from last year because last year they started out really hot and then got really cold towards the end of the season. So maybe it'll be the reverse this year. I don't know. Um, their play style never really is great. I mean, it's kind of unfocused, but I guess that's. 
you you had the Louisville fan come out and you will, so I guess that's the soccer fan in me. Um, <laughs> um, but I mean, they're in conference play from here on out. Yes. So it should be. That's where they really struggled last year. I think we were five and one going into conference play, and then just kind of fell off the face of the earth in conference play. And mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure didn't they lose in the first round of the tournament? Yes, last year? they also did. I don't think they got a great draw. I think they played a pretty tough opponent, but yeah, still. Hopefully these tougher tests will lead to a better conference play this year. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, it. You would think. I mean, I'm. I don't know how good Conference USA is for soccer, but I think you would think since they were able to hang with a top ten team, it's that not a league perform. that's unwinnable. No, that's why. That's why I was thinking if yeah. they were able to hang with a top ten team, they should definitely be able to perform well against lower level opponents that would be in the Conference USA. But I guess we'll see how the rest of the season plays out. Um, they're, uh, I think they play this week. It's away, but I'm not, I'm not sure who they play. But they do have two away games in their next two games. Um, but transitioning, we could talk about college football, which was an insane day yesterday. Well, first, insane first two weeks of the season, really. I mean, how are you all feeling? Pretty well, good. Yeah. Waiting for basketball <clears throat> season. Oh, no. You know, no. That can't Mac be said. and I defer on this. That I'm, can't a, I'm be a college basketball nut. I could talk about that for 10 no. hours a day. College but, football is king. But we know. Uh, think, think it, it makes the money. <laughs> yeah. I'll admit that it makes the money, but that make me happy. as happy as basketball. Well, I thought, uh, I guess, week one, when you said yeah, Georgia we, dominates Oregon. I mean, that was. We're going to talk about it's, week it's, zero, it's, Mike. It's, it's looking a lot like uh, <laughs> It's looking a lot like Georgia's we, becoming Alabama. Oh, where yeah. they just reload, yes. they lose. Yep. They're in almost the entire defense to the NFL, and then they give up three points to Oregon in, yeah. the, in the opener. So Stenson Bennett looks like he should be the number one overall pick, and then he probably won't even be drafted. But it, I don't know why, but he looks amazing when he plays for Georgia now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is a guy that had to transfer to a junior college because they right. wouldn't give him a shot. Now he looks incredible. At one point in the – I think at halftime he had more touchdown passes than incompletions against Oregon. It was like absolutely <laughs> insane. Yeah. Uh, and then I say the Ohio State. Now the quarterbacks in college football though are still I still have a problem with them. Like I had last year, I don't see the special guy, especially not in this class. It's the same thing I had of last year. Mm-hmm. I'm not I mean, a CJ Stroud fan. I can I'm not agree a Bryce with that, Young honestly. fan. There's not someone like Deshaun like, Watson or Lamar Jackson no, or where you just turn on the TV. Trevor and Lawrence. Automatic or, highlight reel. And, you know, like that guy. I like, I think Caleb Williams at USC is terrific, but he can't even come out this year. No. Uh, I hate that uh, Quinn Ewers got hurt in the Alabama game. He was playing yeah. really well. I would have liked to have seen him. I don't know how long yeah. he's out for or what uh, happened. Four, four to six weeks. He has a, a strain like where his collarbone connects to his sternum, it's uh-huh. like sprained. So, but name, I mean, I, I mean, he can't come out this year anyway. But no. he looked. I mean, I would have liked to see what he had looked yeah. terrific. And then I see Florida on the upset of Utah, which again is just. I mean, the SEC. You can get a mid-level SEC team, and they're just their athletes are twice of anything else in the country, except outside of maybe Clemson. And they'll rank yeah. you in the top ten after you beat but, them. But but yeah. it's. I mean, I, I watched that game and Florida, new coach, uh, new quarterback. He should have been starting last year, but he wasn't. New quarterback. Uh, then a lot – I mean, some transfers, just a whole new system. And Utah was, you know, been the same, top ten team. Played Ohio State really good in the Rose Bowl. So Ohio State's backups, but they still played them really good. And then the athletes in that game would just – it's just not fair. Like, they just can't compete at that level at all. No, we'll see. I don't – I mean, I, I'm a fan of Utah this year. I think they're going to be a pretty solid team. But I don't understand for the life of me how they were ranked in the top ten. They lose probably their most dynamic offensive player from last year, and uh, one of the top tacklers in college football, Devin Lloyd. Yeah, I mean he's he he was I think a first round pick. So yeah, he was. I just don't understand why Utah was ranked in the top ten. But looking back, I guess it was a big win for Florida, and it gave way to a, a short lived Anthony Richardson Heisman campaign. But <laughs> yeah, I I mean he's actually the only one that I think if the draft came, he's so raw, and that's because he didn't yeah. get to play. He really should have played last year and had it figured out for this year. Yeah, he, I mean, he was better than Emory Jones. Oh, oh clearly it was obvious every time he came into yeah, the game. Yeah, clearly I better. Mean. But he's the one where at least you can see the upside. He's athletic. He's big. Yeah. Big arm. I mean, I honestly, I think he would be. He could be one that could come in the first round if he starts to improve throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Or just, I mean, you get this guy. He's one that you get in the combine. He'll look terrific. 
Like it's, you know, when they go through all the evaluations where they're not playing actual ball and it's just running and he'll get the Trey Lance kind of look. Yep. Where it's yeah. like, wow. So, but, yeah, I mean, then, of course, he disappointed this weekend and was really, I think, the reason Florida lost. I think yeah. if he did nothing, Florida would have won. Like yeah. if he just didn't hurt them, they would have won the game. Yep. Yeah, I just – I think I think part of that went down, came down to coaching. I mean, we can get more into the Kentucky game here in a little bit, but I think the coaching kind of uh, got him in a little bit of trouble yesterday because Definitely. going for it twice on fourth down inside your own deep 15, in your own territory. Yeah, I just don't understand that no. really, um, especially when dance with the devil the once and lose. Why would you do it again? I mean, yeah. But um, another thing, Ohio State. I have it on here. Gets a quote top five you know, win against Notre I Dame. watched that game thinking in my head Notre Dame is a lot better than everybody thought I went the other way I, I mean See, I, no, 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 no. let me say this Notre Dame's not a top five team they weren't top no. five when they were ranked I don't think Ohio State is as good as they were ranked either I would this is a top 15 matchup I just assume Notre Dame I'm like okay they're not as far off of Ohio State as we all thought they were yeah. but then they go and lose to Marshall well, well, no, at home. See, I knew no I mean I, I thought I mean, I don't think I, I didn't think Notre Dame would lose to Marshall. I don't think they were that they were no. that, and I don't think they're that bad. No, I don't uh, but I think it's. I knew Ohio State. I was watching that game, and I was like, Ohio State is not impressing me because I know no, what Notre Dame didn't. is. No, they they their offense. Ohio State always has an elite offense, and it looked pretty pathetic against <laughs> Notre Dame for seventy five percent of the game. Right. I mean, and you could say that's maybe because Jackson Smith and Jigba really didn't play. Yeah, he got hurt. Yeah. Well, but even whenever he was in, they didn't look great. And no. that's and Notre Dame had chances to take the lead in that game. Right. But I don't think Tyler Buckner is the answer at quarterback. I mean, he neither is Drew Pine, clearly. <laughs> Their quarterback room is really weak. Yep. Right. So, and it feels like one of those things where they're just kind of like playing to the level of their competition maybe, and that's not and really I, a good I sign think for about a team. That. I mean, yeah. right. part of it, I mean, playing the Marshall at 130 on a Saturday, I mean, eh. I mean, I'm be honest. Marshall's pretty good. I think they were picked to finish top in the SBC. My friend would be Something mad like at that, me for yeah. not yeah. knowing this, but um, I mean, I can kind of see how Notre Dame goes into this not really hyped up. Yeah, oh, yeah. they also had a big letdown that they lost, and then they're like, All right, we'll go State, back and play Marshall yes. and go one and one, and just get and then. But I'll tell you another thing about Ohio State. I don't understand this Ryan Day like anointment that he's an elite coach. He inherited Urban Meyer's players. Thank you, man. He's made the playoffs a few times in the Big Ten, but basically that's just can you beat yeah, Michigan? Yeah, I'm actually going to agree with you on this. Yeah. I don't know why he's it's, anointed in any list. He, he's a top-five coach. He no. hasn't really made that, that – I mean, I guess you could argue he made that jump when – was it Clemson that they, they, they blew beat out? Clemson, yeah. And then, I mean, Alabama is one of the best teams ever. Right. But uh, – I mean, was he was he was in charge when uh, they played Clemson and uh, that, well, he was the, the year before the he got beat in the Fiesta Bowl and that he beat one, him the next year. That one was the one that I, I should have won that. That was. But a, if his anointing moment is beating Clemson exactly. in a semifinal game, that makes you a top five coach. Look at any no, list he, anybody makes. No, I, I know, think and they think he immediately is like he's a top five coach. Well, it's a, I think Jim Harbaugh said it best last year after they won the Big Ten championship. Some people are born on third base and they think they hit a triple. Yeah, so, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> he got what he got. What Urban Meyer left over, right. and I think we're seeing it. And a then little immediately bit. got Justin Fields. Yeah, and I think we're seeing what the repercussions of that are because, I mean, Ohio State would never have. I mean, because they didn't even look great against Arkansas State yesterday. Right. So I mean, they would never have been like that under Urban Meyer. No. But, I mean, I just don't. I I totally agree with you. I mean, and I mean. This may be the Michigan fan in me coming out a little bit, but I just don't understand why Ryan Day is like so hyped up as he is, yeah, with really nothing and, to show and, for. And it's it. really for winning the Big Ten, and like let's the Big Ten. I I'm not a big Ten fan. Some people are, but oh, we know. even about that, yeah. it's. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty much they're gonna have way better players than everybody except. I mean, they have better players than everybody, but yeah. Michigan can be close. Mm-hmm. I just um, if you look at the recruiting rankings, Michigan's the only one that's even yes. close to him. So yeah. it's rest of he's just like I can roll out better Definitely. players than everybody else. Clearly, yeah. I mean, and better players than Michigan. Just, I mean, there's just the natural like, I mean, if you're a kid up north, it's Ohio State and Michigan. I mean, those oh, yeah. are the two big schools. Right. Mm-hmm. You don't have anyone that wants to go play it. And Minnesota. Ohio State's the only one that you can see like a guy from the South go yes. up north. He's going to go to Ohio State and mm-hmm. maybe Michigan. But like those are the only two. Yep. So 
I mean, that's why he gets all this praise for winning the Big Ten when it's like that's just not messing it up because you have better players. Yeah, I mean, he's only lost one Big Ten game, and that was the Michigan game last year, which, I mean, that I guess that kind of shows how the competition is. I mean, and some of that is against the Big Ten West, which is a dumpster fire. Right. But I was, just – Was he the head coach when uh, – was that Meyer? When? When did Urban Meyer retire? 2018. So that was – 19 was – Because they went to Purdue and lost. When that, was that? That was Urban 18. Meyer. Yeah, that was 18. Urban Meyer. Okay. Yeah. Couldn't remember. Yeah, because Ryan Day's first year was 19. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So um, so we can get back to uh, Kentucky and Florida yesterday. Uh, you didn't have this game listed. One of the best games I ever watched, but I am an offensive fan all the way. Okay. App State and North Carolina. Oh, yeah, that was That one had me week. on the edge of my seat. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was. I, wow. I just couldn't believe what I was watching. Right. I, I mean, you know, you talk about, I think, 60 points scored in the fourth quarter. 40 for App State, yeah. 20 for North Carolina. And uh, they had uh, – App State went for two, I think, they to tie the game yeah. with about nine seconds yeah. left. And then they missed it. And I just had this – something in the back of my head, like something crazy is going to happen. They're going to have another chance. Mm-hmm. And then, sure enough, North Carolina goes and returns the onside kick for a touchdown, which was incredibly stupid if you're thinking about yeah. it now because the game would have been over if you just fall on it. But, right. I mean, we're all human. And then um, – <laughs> Then they go down and they score again, yeah. and they have another chance to tie it yeah. and mm-hmm. misses. I mean, those were two right. makeable extra, uh, two point conversions. Well, the first right. one especially, right. I think yeah. it, he turned around too quick. Yeah, and it the, just went the over first the one he, I'm trying to remember, what, was the, it the it receiver? Was a, no, it's yeah. the quarterback. It was, he's coming running a flat, and Chase Bryce, the quarterback, sees him and just throws it he, like he's going to keep running. Yep. The receiver's yep. like, I'm wide open. I'm just going to stop yep. right here and just catch it at the end zone, and then it's just miscommunication. And the that. second one was a broken play, but it, he, hesi- he hesitated a little. Had right. he not hesitated, mm-hmm. I think he would have gotten in. He probably yeah, could have. But just the fact that they were able to score 40 points in the fourth quarter is incredible. I mean, that's they, – they almost like I haven't watched a game like that in a long time. I no. think you'd have to go back to what, 2018 when the Big 12 – you had yeah. just multiple shootouts. I remember right. Oklahoma and West Virginia. Well, did you, oh, see, yeah. did you see Kansas scored 55 to... points last week to West Virginia? West Virginia got 42, Kansas got 55. Yeah. yeah. It's the big 12. A rare win I was for like, I don't, I don't remember a time in my life Kansas had 55 points. No. In football. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah. It doesn't happen very no. often. They probably scored 55 points in the last two seasons combined. That's what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Remember uh, last year, I think then they, then they beat Texas like 50 to 49 or something? Yeah, because yeah, they went right. for two yeah. and yep. the fullback caught it. Um, mm-hmm. So they're good for one a year. Yeah. And that was it. They just got out the way early this year. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, so Kentucky upset Florida last night in the swamp. That was pretty impressive, I think. To answer your next question, Mike, Absolutely not. No, no, I don't. I don't think they're SEC East contenders, but I think. No, I think they are. They are. Oh, great! I don't. Can it, can I, it be bigger than one team? Well, I, I think it is. I don't it's think contenders it's, with an S. Can we? Can we add one more team? You I, can't to Georgia. No. I don't think they're. Kentucky is okay. not on the level Georgia. If I were is. to told Georgia you, no. Really good. Wait, but if I did, if I were to tell you one SEC East team beats Georgia, who would you be? I would. Say, I would say Kentucky because it's at, say, Kentucky it's at Kentucky and it's going to be a night game. No. Florida always is a neutral site. They're not, but I would. That's what I'm saying. I would say the only one that has a chance is Kentucky. Do lose, I think they though. do? No. No, they're I don't think lose. they beat but, Georgia either. But I mean, I mean, if you're like, if you're an anti-Georgia person, that's the, that's the game you hope for. If you're looking at their schedule, you're going, all right. Hopefully, they lose at Kentucky. I, said, I don't think they're gonna lose. I don't think they will either. But I think as Will far Levis, Will Levis makes so many mistakes that his receivers make up for. Right. You can't tell me that Will Levis is the reason Kentucky won last time. I will give him credit. That pass, that 50-yard touchdown pass was a nice throw. Yeah. But you watch him third and long, and if that, if that uh, offensive line breaks down, he's running for his life, and he throws the ball away, or he throws it into traffic. George well, is I mean, going to take advantage of yeah. that. Well, I mean, but I also think Kentucky, kind of like they were last year, their defense is kind of like what they need. Oh, their defense mm-hmm. is why they win games. That's what but I'm saying. you're going to see what happened last year well, in Georgia, right. and Georgia's offense is going to overpower Kentucky's right. defense. But if, if you remember, that game was – it wasn't over immediately. They no. had to wear them down. Mm-hmm. And so Kentucky does give them a certain – now they lost a ton of linemen, which I think yeah. is going to really hurt them in that game. They had a terrific line last year, which they don't mm-hmm. have this mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what bad. I was going to say. Uh, Georgia's defensive line is going to – be, Eat up Kentucky's yeah. offensive line. Yeah, they're going to destroy Kentucky's offensive line. Especially, I think Kentucky only has one returning starter. from. Their yeah, their offensive yeah. line last yeah, year was spectacular. 
Yeah. I mean. But I, I think Kentucky, I mean, if there's a 1A and a 1B, but that 1B yeah. is way farther down from the 1A as oh, far yeah. as skill. But yeah. Kentucky is the second best team in the SEC East. I Put mean, them in the West, I think they're the fourth best team. I don't know about that. Yeah. I mean, A and M. I would put Alabama, right. Arkansas, Ole Miss, and then t- Kentucky. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how to gauge Tennessee either right now. T- I, I forget about Tennessee. Yeah, I think yeah. Kentucky will forget about them too. I think Kentucky Hopefully. loses to Tennessee yep. this year. I mean, they where is it at? Tennessee. Uh, yeah, it's, oh, it's in so Knoxville. Wow. So Kentucky only has. Let's see, they they have four road games this mm-hmm. year. Four road games total. Wow, how'd they pull that off? Because they don't play anybody in non-conference other than Louisville. But then again, right. does anybody in the SEC? South play? Carolina. <laughs> Texas They've got to play an SEC schedule. Alabama. Yeah, Alabama. <laughs> Let's that. be honest. At this point, there's, there's there are a few that actually don't go and play anybody. Well, because why yeah. would you? You're in the SEC. I actually give that to Alabama. This is the first – because I saw – you know, of course, everybody's been talking about Alabama-Texas. but yeah. And I was like, oh, so where are they playing? In the Cowboy Stadium? And, and they they're, no, they're playing in Texas. I was yep. like – I can't remember the last time Alabama did a true road game mm-hmm. out of conference. It's like Duke basketball. They haven't played a true road game besides the Big Ten ACC I think Challenge it's a little bit right. of... in 2008, since 2008. Yeah. I, <laughs> like, I didn't even think for a second it was at Texas. I was like, there's no way. They're gonna, no, they I wonder do if that. it's a little bit of Nick Saban realizes Georgia's real... I mean, they're starting to get close to us. I mean, you know, they all have what, however many national championships Saban's won in the last, what, six, I think. Yeah. But I think he realized that, so... Okay, let's go to Austin and beat Texas. Well, it's also if Texas has a good season, which I think they could. They have a defense look pretty strong. I think Ewers, then you Ewers got a sign- being out. Then you got a signature win. So if you meet yes. the SEC championship game and lose to Georgia, you could still be you could still get in. They're going to get in. I mean, let, let's be honest. I know they expanded the playoff. We can talk about Not that yet. later. Well, they're, they're going to. Right. And, I mean, it was a two-bid league for the SEC. It was a two-big playoff for the SEC. It's become that. Yeah. I mean, you, you I mean they need can't. help, though, to get that. I don't think so. I think the name alone gets them in. If sometimes. Ohio State goes undefeated, Clemson goes undefeated, Oklahoma goes undefeated, and USC okay. goes undefeated. Oklahoma and USC are not going undefeated. Oklahoma's not good. I'm just Oklahoma's saying. not winning the Big 12. I don't think they'll beat Texas. They can't leave out an undefeated, but then that's a long time. They away. did with UCF. They'll do it again. Okay. They don't care. Winning the American yeah. and winning the Big 12. Winning the American and winning the Pac 12 aren't that different from yeah. each other. Not now. Not now. It was then. But right. now but that now. now that there's been shown a pedigree of UCF, Cincinnati, I think right. it's gotten a lot more respect. Obviously, Houston, yeah, Houston also. But I mean, they lost last night, so they're done. They they can't go undefeated this year. So, right. and they there went there went their ranking. I mean, they put Cincinnati in last year. So yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of Alabama, Texas, did Alabama deserve to win that game? No. Deserve to win? They won. Yeah, they did win it. <laughs> On the road at Texas. At, at the end of the day, they it, did what they it, were supposed to and yeah. won the game. They didn't look great, but... No, their defense looked in, in, insanely undisciplined. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like, they had like 15 penalties, I think. Bryce yeah. Young didn't Very look great. Very sloppy. Yeah. I have the same problem with Bryce Young when he gets all this hype, and I had to hear about it on the... Like, Bryce Young, wow, he's just incredible. I was like, I think, what did they have, 20 points? And he's yeah. incredible? 20 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he, he didn't pass... <laughs> yeah, uh, all I heard was this... this Bryce Young, didn't he play incredible at Texas? I was like, how many points? Did, he didn't, I, did I read something wrong? No, he didn't even pass points? 100 passing yards until like six minutes left in the fourth quarter. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you could say anybody on, Al- on Alabama played impressive. No. <laughs> no. Well, even Will Anderson, who's the supposed best player in college football, like... was He made one a, play. Yeah, he was right a ghost at the the until the very end. <laughs> right at the end of the game. Yeah, the, probably the number one overall pick. But he didn't make one play, so... And I think Alabama this year, though, they don't have the Jamerson Williams or the speed no. that I feel like they used to have. Well, they're they're all pretty much their entire receiving core is new. Even yep. Jermaine Burton, who's supposed to be wide receiver one, is a transfer right. from Georgia. Right. So it's like all the receivers that they're supposed to trust are either freshmen mm-hmm. or and their, a transfer. Their best weapon is Gibbs from Georgia Tech. Oh yeah, that's their absolutely. clearly best offensive probably player. Yeah, and but I mean that's a that's a running back. Alabama does that, but they don't have that receiver that I feel like they've used to have to take the top off the defense. No, and their bet their f- receiver of the future, Ajay Hall, goes to Texas. Right. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, and I mean Cameron Latu is a pretty good tight end, but he's a tight end at Alabama that's not going to produce that much. Right. So. So yeah, they definitely don't look as. I mean, they look more vulnerable this year than an Alabama team has in a long time. Yeah, yep. and I do I do think. There was some calls that were questionable, especially the roughing the passer. 
right on Bryce Young. I think that was pretty bad. The safety. Yeah, the confusing. safety. Yeah, the safety that they called rough on the pass Ronda. I, yeah, I think that was just laughably bad. Um, but I think Texas beat themselves a lot. I mean. They missed a 20-yard field goal right before halftime, and they should have had a touchdown before it anyways. Yeah. And, I mean, they they scored one touchdown and kicked three, four field goals. And, I mean, Quinn Ewers gets hurt. Yeah. That could be a totally different game. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, think and, Texas wins if Ewers doesn't get hurt. I agree. And I don't think Hudson Card really played horribly. No. But you could obviously tell there was a different product mm-hmm. out there right. whenever he was I in mean, the when game. Quinn Ewers' numbers, he had over 100 yards in the first quarter. Yep. Yeah. I mean, he was playing terrific. Yeah. Uh, speaking of another team in Texas, uh, Texas A&M <laughs> got exposed like the frauds they usually are. They play, they lose 17-14 to Appalachian State. So not only did – I saw something earlier today. Not only did Appalachian State walk away with a win, they also yeah, walked away with – $1.5 Well, $1.5 million yeah. and a college game day spot next week. Oh, really? Yeah, because college game day is going to Appalachian State, whereas it probably would have been A&M Miami. Oh, yeah. Who does App State play? Uh – I don't even know. I'll look it up. It's some small school. But I was, uh, yeah, I was like, the TV people oh, are definitely Troy. mad. Yeah. I, I saw an advertisement hey, ran afterwards for App State, I mean, for Miami, Texas A&M, and I was like, wow, I know the, the TV was like, seriously, we could have had a top 15 matchup, and now it's going to be a mess yep. after yeah. that. But it's because uh, Chase Bryce came to town. Texas A&M has lost the, twice in four years at home. And the other time was to Clemson, who the backup quarterback was Chase Bryce, and now Chase Bryce goes to App State and wins down there. My question is, how in the world do you play a team that gave up 60-something points to North Carolina and you score <laughs> twice, right. twice against them? I, I, and then one of them was a kickoff. What return, were you doing all week? And they ran a kickoff back. Yeah. And, <laughs> and Meanwhile, North Carolina almost lost to Georgia State yesterday. So... Right. It's making, I will it's, say this. I don't know who it is. It's Georgia State or Georgia Southern. One of those two is really good every Georgia, year. Georgia yeah. Southern got Scott Frost fired. Yeah, Scott Frost. Is, well, no, no. Yeah. Scott Frost got Scott Frost <laughs> yeah, fired. Let's be real here. <laughs> He's been there, what, five years? I think. Well, 2018. This is his fifth season. Yeah, 2017, he went undefeated with UCF and then yep. took the job. So. Yeah, I put out a tweet last night of fire Scott Frost into the sun, and it has happened now. <laughs> He's gone. So, I mean, this has been a long time coming. I mean, Nebraska football. A lot of people wanted it after the Northwestern loss. Yeah. Well, they almost lost last week to North Dakota. You know, did you see who wants the job? Uh-uh. Dominican Sue? Oh, yeah, I did see that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it to Nebraska. That's I was why. like, just recruiting-wise, though, that might be the best recruiting yeah. you could get. Yeah, the prodigal son 2.0. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, no, this – Scott, it's like it's like Will said, he got himself fired. I mean, you can't lose at home to Georgia Southern. I mean, it'd be one right. thing if, if he was in, like, the SEC West or even the Big Ten East, for example. I mean, but the Big Ten West is horrible. Well, you yeah. also got to think – uh, no, sorry, Nebraska fans are also – I mean, Nebraska used to be a powerhouse in college football. Yeah. So they have still that memory of, like, oh, we should – when it's like you can't do that now. You're, you're, you're around no talent. What happened with B- Bo so, Pelini? Do, do you they, remember that? Was, they fired Bo Pelini for going nine and three every was year. It, was it because they were just mad, or what? Did he do something? That's what I was trying to remember. I'm pretty. I sure, was thinking he did something. I'm pretty sure they just thought I, he might have done something, but it also just went along with I don't think they thought he I could get them over the I think their fans were just yeah. horrible. Well, no, see, they, that's what I'm saying. They're that delusional. They think they should be they have like the, Ohio the State. Texas syndrome, but worse. Right. Because yeah. at least Texas could get back. Yes. Yeah, Texas has Nebraska been, can never come no. back. Texas has been relevant at least since 2018. Right. Uh, yeah. And if they no. get a coach, they Nebraska have recruits right there. Nebraska has been relevant since they fired Pelini. Yeah. No, yeah. and yeah. even then it was questionable. Yes. Right. So, no, they haven't but, been relevant since they've joined the Big Ten. I'll no, I mean, this has been this is a brand that used to they, – they won national championships. It has been right. absolutely decimated. I mean, you're good. Our kids, all, people our age – don't really know Nebraska football as being really good. No. And, I mean, we're not young, young anymore. Right. So, it's, it's been a while, Nebraska. Yeah. So. Well, it's like uh, – this is this is kind of unrelated, but it's like for um, – I have a class of history of sport, and I had to read a textbook. It was written in 2004, and it was talking about national championships in college football and how Nebraska's a contender every year. <laughs> right. I was like, not anymore. No. Um, this is an old book. Yeah. Well, it also said Florida State, and that, that's right. another team that <laughs> fell off the map. Um, it's been a minute. Yeah. Um, they do have a national title in this century, though. That Nebraska, is true. Nebraska, you gotta you gotta flip several pages to find theirs. Right? Yeah. Um, well, I guess not that many. 
They won in the late 90s, right? Yeah, 97. They have a shared championship <laughs> with Michigan. Um, wow. Because they wouldn't put them together in the – because they didn't actually have a national championship oh, back then. college football. So, yeah. Hey, it's Spe- gotten better. Speaking of Michigan, I don't want to stay on this very long, but uh, J.J. McCarthy uh, play, started last night for Michigan. And – 12 of 13 for like 238 yards, three touchdowns, and the only incompletion was a drop. Um, I think – I mean, and Jim Harbaugh said he's going to be the guy starting – I mean, yeah, going forward like as our starting quarterback. So When does Michigan play somebody? We play – I mean – Like an actual team. Uh, Iowa, we play at Iowa. Mike, in, he said an actual team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Iowa's – it's at Iowa, though. Okay, I, I mean, yeah, I guess. When, in, in Iowa, in their opener, got two safeties and a field goal? Yes. Iowa has, <laughs> has scored one touchdown in two games. Yeah. And they're one and one. Well, Spencer Petrus is a quarterback that is terrible. Like, well, wait, wait, wait. Next week they play UConn. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Keep yeah. going. No, yeah. Michigan's non-conference this year is historically bad. Let's but see. Michigan is a team that doesn't have to have a good non-conference no, they go to be respected. They'll get in. Yeah. It's just, but it's almost like you kind of want to play somebody prime just to spot, know what you got. Though. Michigan's in a good spot, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I think Michigan and Ohio State probably should both be eleven and zero whenever they face off with each other. I would I agree mean, with that. I mean, they're both going to be favored in every game, mm-hmm. and because Michigan I, doesn't have any avoid, road games before if then, both of them can avoid well, what, Michigan ones. State and Penn State. Those would be the only other games. Yeah, Michigan, and Michigan State and Penn State are at home for yeah, for Michigan. Yeah, uh-huh. our only tough. I mean, Iowa on the road that can be tough. We've seen them lose. Michigan's lost at Iowa before on the road. And Indiana on the road, but that's an yeah. eleven a.m. game. So yeah, that um, should be fun. Ohio State. I mean, that's the. I mean, well, we yeah. haven't won at Ohio State since the year I was born. So that goes to <laughs> wow. show that. I mean, it, it's almost impossible for us to win there. But I keep saying us. Um, <laughs> but that's going to be a test, and it's. It's all going to lead up to that. But at, speaking as a Michigan fan, J.J. McCarthy, seeing what he did last night, I've never seen a quarterback at Michigan put on a performance like that where he looked that poised, maybe since Denard Robinson, and even that's questionable. But I'm glad he's the guy going forward, especially because Cade McNamara, I mean, who was reliable last year, he looked horrible in our opener against Colorado State. So I guess it remains to be seen. How, how good it'll be, especially in the Big Ten East, which is going to be a tough division. Right. But um, this will lead us into our NFL talk, but I don't know if any of y'all watched Baylor-BYU last night. I was asleep after yeah, the I watched first half. Time. Yeah, well, <laughs> towards the end, there was like four missed field goals in a row because uh, BYU could have won it at the buzzer, and then they went to overtime after they missed the field goal, and then BYU missed the field goal in first overtime. <laughs> Baylor missed the no Baylor missed a field goal in the first overtime to and then BYU missed a field goal to win it and then BYU won it in double overtime. Wow. Yep, bad but, weekend for kickers. Yeah, yeah. That, which carries us right into the RNFL talk. Which how bad was the kicking today? It was terrible. Oh, <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't bad for the Browns, and that was a shame. no. That's <laughs> I'm sure you're sad about that one, Mac. I was. Yeah, <laughs> of course the the. 58 yarder has to go in you know nobody can hit anything in the nfl today but the 58 yarder straight down the middle yeah um just shades of justin tucker last year against the lions (laughs) um but no it's Bengals steelers that was a i watched that whole game it's a lot of fun it was a lot of fun it was a lot of fun especially because i don't care who wins at the end of the day now if i were either fan of either team i wouldn't be feeling too good about it yeah my heart rate was getting up there, yeah, towards uh towards the end of that one. I don't know, like, what are the odds that the Bengals have a hurt long snapper? Like, come on, you got to be kidding me! Probably the most Bengals way to lose to the Steelers. <laughs> they always find a way, right? Doesn't matter how can, good they are, they always find a way. Can we call them the Bungles? <laughs> Just this week. Just this week. I mean, they did a real Bungles thing today. I mean, you lose because you don't like you said you don't have your long snapper. I mean, like, who thinks of that? Yeah, um, but going back a couple days, Thursday, the Bills absolutely destroyed the Rams in yeah. 31-10. to <laughs> Is Josh Allen the best quarterback in the NFL? Yes. He looks like it. Yes. I'm the biggest Josh Allen fan. I reserve that title for Brady until he retires, but I, Josh Allen looks terrific. I'm, I'm sure our ex-host, uh, Nick Brake, was very <laughs> yeah. excited about Josh Allen's performance. Yes. Um, no, s- it was – Starting 10 for 10, I, I, yeah. and that – First pick was obviously not his fault. Not at all. Oh, yeah. He looks locked in. He looks ready to take on this league this year, and he looks like he's coming for blood come January, February. He's also coming <laughs> yeah. with a, at worst, top three defense. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, Vaughn Miller's impact, oh, my gosh. And they don't even so have uh, 
White back. No. Yeah. And once he gets there, it's going to be insane how right. good that defense is. Diggs didn't even look like anyone was guarding him half the time no. out there. I mean <laughs> – it was on Jalen Ramsey's head. Yeah. And yeah. you had uh, Davis carry over from the playoff game where he had four touchdowns. Oh, he get, lead it off. He's going to be – I think he's going to have a breakout year this year. I think he has so much potential for them. Right. He's going to – And he's the one that, that gets – because you got to double or bracket digs, so that's the one yeah. that you have to kind of just deal with. Yeah, that was I, – I, I think the Bills look really poised, especially after – I mean, in a loss that I wouldn't really say was their fault last year in the playoffs. Right. Um, but I think this year they look so poised for to for something special, right. like c- come playoff time. Did I see that Jalen Ramsey gave up a perfect passer rating too? Like I, he was getting torched. Don't all get day. me started on Jalen Ramsey. No, he he gets, torched I can't all day. stand Jalen Ramsey. No, I can't either. He's, he, I used to I used to kind of be a fan whenever he was in college, and since he's yeah. got to the league, I've gotten. He on was the, good in Jacksonville. He looks he looks like a linebacker. Like it looks like that guy would get toast. I don't. That's the biggest corner I've ever seen. And it's like I, that's why he gets beat. He just looks big. Yeah. And I, I mean, he, he's kind of that same as Diggs on the uh, Cowboys, mm-hmm. where it's like he'll make a great play and be like, "Wow, there's Ramsey," and then it's like, "Oh, he got toasted the next play," but it's all right. Yeah, I think I saw something that he's given up like a like a a huge catch like in a, like each of his last five games. Right. It's like a forty yard catch each game. It's like. It's both for the supposed best corner in the league. I mean, that's kind of embarrassing. Right. Um, I think Rams O line is probably going to miss the loss of Whitworth a little right. more than oh, people yeah. expected to. They right. they didn't look like they had it together. No. no, especially with Matthew Stafford, who did not look good at all. I mean, well, he was banged up in camp. Yeah. I mean, and what they, seven sacks too? Yeah, and then he was banged up in the game. Yeah. So it was not great. Uh, Some with that elbow, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then and, he, and I don't know why they didn't they didn't run the ball. No, like well, that's the Rams thing. Didn't he? Didn't Cam Akers have zero yards? Yeah, yeah. And and Henderson didn't have much more. And so Allen Robinson, he he was like targeted one time, maybe zero times, something like right. that. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Stafford has the nerve to try a no look pass to Cooper Cup with like four <laughs> minutes to go, and it gets deflected and picked. Right. It's I just I don't uh, I don't know how good the Rams will be this year. Right. But I think they'll still be a good team. But they yeah. definitely looked a little unfocused in game one. I think yeah. the Bills were just. More focused. The oh, Bills, yeah. I mean, Rams just won the Super Which Bowl. Which was surprising. I was thinking, though, usually the banner game. Now, there's some teams that kind of, like, they win the Super Bowl. They get kind of satisfied. You also have, like, you'll just start getting injuries. Like, you know, you're, they were pretty healthy last year. Sometimes, like, you're going to have a year where people get hurt. But I thought usually you have the banner drop game, and you're real hyped up, and you almost mm-hmm. always win that game. Yeah. But they didn't show up. They, it was ugly. No, they did not show up at all. Um, Another game, which – I've had somebody else tell me this was the worst game they've ever watched in the NFL was Colts Texans oh, 2020 yeah. tied in the first week uh, that was I mean, what? Can we just say right now the AFC South is the worst division in football I'm okay with that Yeah, yeah I'm okay with that, that. Yeah. Everyone's saying it's the NFC North No it's the AFC South Yeah, yeah. I mean your best team just lost to the Giants and they shouldn't have lost to the Giants but still Yeah you can't yeah. at home Right. Yeah, can't trust Fat Randy. Jeez. <laughs> oh, oh, that was uh, what a loss. Right. Mean, but I'm not exactly thinking the Titans will be great this year, anyways. No, I I think they're going to have a really down year, especially because I mean, drafting Malik Willis last year, they said, okay, we're we're going to change things up. Yeah, we're, we're going a different direction than Ryan Tannehill eventually. Yeah. And they got and, rid of AJ Brown, mm-hmm. yeah. which so that that I could kind of understand. If you're going long term, mm-hmm. you're like, okay, yeah, we're done trying. We're gonna go long term and try right. to build for the future. Oh yeah, I can understand. That's that. what I'm saying. That's it's, that point. Of, uh, yeah. I think they kind of yeah. know it's gonna yep. be a, but yeah. they could still easily win this division because it yeah. is this, this division. Oh, it just, division is. It's a terrible division. Right. Um, uh, Saints Falcons also came down to a kick at the very end. Um, that was I thought the Falcons would be maybe the worst team in football, and they were leading yeah. for most of that game. Yeah. Well, I drafted uh, Koo on purpose just because I knew the Falcons wouldn't score touchdowns. Right. So I, I knew he's going to get me points just yeah, from smart kicking. Pick. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think he had 18 points today. He's my, he's wow. my favorite player in the NFL. Young Ho Koo. That's yeah. his name, right? Yeah. 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 Young Way. Young Way. Young Way. Yeah. Oh, man. Um. Uh, the Lions, uh, they look improved, but the defense, still big question mark. But they hung with the Eagles, a team that destroyed them last year. Uh, I think they look better. Jared Goff is Jared Goff, as always. DeAndre Swift. Oh, DeAndre, DeAndre Swift. Swift. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. was so He's, good. I was watching that game today, and I was like, he if he wasn't in Detroit, he would be on everybody's top ten running back Oh, list. yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think 
I mean, the offense looks better. I mean, Jared Goff is still obviously not a great quarterback, but <laughs> Chark, D, uh, getting DJ Chark also, yeah, I think, was big. a huge help. He had a great touchdown catch today. There, there's bright spots. I thought the line looked looked better. Yeah, the Eagles have a, a terrific defensive line, and I didn't see. I mean, they had some pressure, but not. I mean, Swift still was able to do his thing, so it was. Yeah, and I think Jamal Williams had two rushing touchdowns as well. Yeah. Um, well, see, Frank Ragnow is back now at center, uh-huh. so which is good because he was out for most of the year last year. And Penay Sewell, we've right. talked about him before. I think he's just generational line, and I think he's going to progress even more this year, being great, a great player. Right. Um, the Vikings Packers was also a, a beatdown. Justin yeah. Jefferson. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's that guy. Sure. He's really good. He's really really good. And the, I mean, this was week ones. You usually don't have like you had to win this game, but I think the Vikings were talked about as they could win the North. They had to win this game because mm-hmm. they were at home against Green Bay. That's when you had to you had to win. So they did it. So that was also at some reason it's good to play the Packers in week one. Yeah, it's because we saw it last year. We see it again this year. They get yep. destroyed, and then right. everybody says Aaron Rodgers is done, and then he'll come back somehow and do well again. Right. And then lose in the playoffs. Yeah, choke right. as always. Right. Um. Also, the Chiefs—they looked really poised today too. They played really well. I think. I don't know what the deal one. is with the Cardinals. Um, I feel like they have all the talent that you need, but they just can't seem to put it together. Maybe, maybe I'm overreading into the first game. You know, it is the Chiefs, but something's got to click here eventually, right? Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I, I kind of starting to think that it's uh might need a new coach. They because yeah. in this year's usually they start fast and they get bad. Mm-hmm. Kyler gets banged up. Right, they, they were five and zero or something last year. Yeah. Oh, they were like well, or ten and more than like that. they were. Yeah. They were going. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And the year before too, and then they just kind of fall apart. Well, that's what happens. I mean, Cliff Kingsbury is an offensive genius. There's right. no doubt about that. But that's what happens whenever you hire a guy who goes five and seven in college consistently to be an NFL head coach. And, and this was not going to go well. And, and not <laughs> just and not just five and seven. Five and seven with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. So, and it's just. And Zach Kitley, who was at yeah. WKU last year, right. put up historic numbers. But Cliff King, I mean, I I think he's a great offensive mind, yes. but he's not NFL head coach material. Right. And I think it's showing because it's like you said, Mason, that the, there's something's going to click, and it's just not right, right. now. So um, uh, last NFL game is uh, Buccaneers-Cowboys. It's halftime right now, right. and the Buccaneers are up 12-3. Um, huh. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it sounds exciting. Yeah, yeah. Ryan Sukop with every point for the Buccaneers right now. Oh, really? All field goal. Yep, twelve three. Nice. Um, wow. Yeah, Brady's <laughs> yeah. having Brady's having an efficient game though. Eleven for 16, 160 yards. That's yeah. not too bad. Yeah, it'll be fine. Um, Brady or Brady. I mean, yeah. that's a team where if the Rams are down, the Bucks are still lurking. I mean, they almost beat the Rams last year in the playoffs. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um. Well. If they didn't put their safety on an island, they probably right. would have won. The, yeah. They probably would have beat the Rams. Um, <laughs> but, no, I think the Buccaneers are going to be good this year. Brady's a little bit of a question mark to me, especially because he was supposed to have retired, but now he's back. I mean, but he's always going to get his. Right. So it's yeah. going to be interesting to see how well they are, especially with new coach. Um, but, yeah, I think I think this is a good test because I think the Cowboys are a good team as well. I think they're going to be pretty solid. Right. They got – I mean, they lost Tyron Smith. They don't have a left tackle. No. They're starting the rookie. Mm-hmm. So I wonder, I'm yeah. not seeing the game, but I assume Shaq Barrett, that that can't that's gotta be a factor why they have three points. Probably, yeah. I I'd have to get I'd have to get my eyes on that after we right. uh, get out of here. But um wrapping it up to, for tonight, um we got Pickums. Uh we have a pretty good selection of games this week. Um mm-hmm. ten as usual and college and NFL games. So starting it off we have, as always, WKU. Uh, WKU versus Indiana. Um, uh, Mason, what do you think? Yeah, I think WKU just keeps rolling. Uh, Austin Reed seems to be getting more comfortable as the season progresses, and I think he'll just keep taking that that step forward this week. Okay, uh, Mac. Yeah, I'm gonna go Western too. Okay, Will. Why not? All right, I'm also going to take the tops. Um, now I had this on here before Scott <laughs> Frost was fired. <laughs> So this one, I think this one will be pretty unanimous. Yeah, this is this one is not much of a head scratcher. Oklahoma right. versus Nebraska. Four to nothing, Nebraska, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah. Oklahoma. Yep. Yeah. I can't imagine the line on that game. No, it's probably going to be huge. Yeah. Um, especially because I think I don't even. I am actually shocked they fired him if that's who they play this week. 
Yeah, I know. Like, why not let him play that? Well, game? see, the funniest thing is they if they had waited twenty more days, they would have only had to pay him seven point five million. That. But now they had to pay him fifteen million right. to buy out. Wow. It's like, wow. Yeah. They and they, they just really had to get that's an expensive yeah. fifteen days. Yeah. <laughs> they, they had to get him out of there right then. Right. Um. Next up is uh, it's kind of intriguing. Uh, yep. Flor- Florida State, Louisville. Uh, Mac. Oh wow! I'm gonna. Get, it's uh, I don't know. I'll go Florida State. Okay. Uh, Mason. Yeah, I'm going Florida State. Will. Hmm. You know what I want to do, but it really depends. I honestly wasn't that impressed with Florida State last week. I really didn't think they deserved to win that game, and you know their first week, I was playing to nobody. They're coming off a bye, so it's Florida State. You just gave me a bunch of proof to why they should lose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Real convincing there, yeah. Well, um, that's how you know he's a fan of Louisville. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why trust. they should lose, but we'll still lose. <laughs> um, this is another one. I don't really know how to feel. Um, Penn State, Auburn. I'm going to take the SEC. If, any, if, 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 if it's close, I'm just going to take the SEC school. I think it's at Penn State. No, it's at Auburn. Auburn. Oh, it's at Auburn. Okay, sorry. Um, yeah, I'll probably take Auburn as well. What about you, Mason? I'm going to take Penn State. Okay. Uh, Will? Hmm. Give me Auburn. That was a great game last year. It came down to the it end. It was. Yeah, it was. Wideout game. Right. Mm-hmm. Mac, who did you take? Sorry. Oh, uh, it's Auburn. Okay. Um, UTSA, Texas. Hook'em. No, this is the upset of the Oh, week. great. Here we this go. This is the upset. <laughs> This is the free one. I'm letting everybody know so you don't be shocked if you don't watch the game and it runs across the bottom. UTSA wins this game. Okay. I mean, I, I respect that. Texas I think this is going to have a big letdown after that game. They'll still be hurting from letting Alabama the win. The difference between Notre Dame and Texas in these situations, yep. UTSA was 14-1 and one last year. Marshall was like 7-6. and six. Right. UTSA, they are going to be prepared so for So you think Texas is worried about UTSA? Yes, I think so they I are. I think they're not worried about them at all. I think they are because they know they need to win this game. Right. Yeah, Mason. Yeah, think? I'm going with Texas. Texas. Yeah, I, I I'll take Texas as well. I think right. I think UTSA could keep it close, but mm-hmm. I just I don't think, especially because WKU's father, Sincere McCormick, is gone from UTSA. Right. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I don't know how potent their offense is going to be. I mean, Frank Harris is their a good stepdad's still yeah, Frank there. Harris. Yeah, Frank, Frank Harris. Harris. Right. Um. But no, I think that should be a good game. I just don't. I I just don't think UTSA has enough to pull it through, especially because they've already lost to Houston this year too. Right. Um, this is another one. Uh, BYU Oregon. Uh, Mason. I'm going BYU with this one. Yeah, I think they looked pretty impressive last night, especially now they're almost in the top ten. Mac. I'm gonna go Oregon. Okay. Oregon at home. Will. Oregon. Yeah, I think I just don't I don't know how to feel about Oregon. I mean, that's not, I'm just gonna assume that Georgia game like they didn't have, but they'll have better athletes than BYU. That's true. I mean, Oregon's gonna have better athletes than pretty much a lot of the teams in the country. But right. BYU's a hard nosed team. I don't know. I, th- I think it's gonna be a good game for sure. Uh, what could have been College Game Day? Uh, Miami, Texas A and M. Will. Texas A and M. It's a night game. It's hard to win at Kyle Field at night. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Mac? Yeah, I'd like to, for Miami to win. i like the ACC to look good, but I'm going to take Texas A&M. Okay, Mason? Yeah, I'm going that. Yeah, well, Texas we, A&M. After Texas A&M loses the App State, we all take them over a top 15 I just, team. I don't think they can, like... <laughs> Is Miami a top 15 yeah, team, Yeah, I think though? they're ranked... Oh, well, I mean, they, yeah, they're ranked 15. They, I mean, they were. Ranked that, Kentucky's ranked ninth, but they are definitely not the ninth best team in the country. <laughs> no, I think I think also Texas A&M wins cause purely because of home field advantage. Yeah, right. field I struggled with that one, but... Yeah. I mean, they've yeah. only lost twice there in four years. What are the odds they lose back-to-back? Yeah, it's going to be tough. Um, Michigan State versus Washington, which is the primetime game this week. Oh, I gosh. I am going to take the Huskies. Really? Soccer. Wow. <laughs> um, I think why, I, this is at Washington. I think I think that's a hard place to play, and I think they're going to be ready. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm I haven't even Washington heard of Washington too. football in years. I'm going to go Michigan State. Okay, Will? Michigan State. Michigan okay. State's got some guys out, though, this weekend, don't they? Uh, I think so. Plus, Peyton Thorne, their quarterback, did not look very good yesterday against Akron, who was probably the <laughs> worst team in the MAC easily. So, um, moving into NFL, Chargers, Chiefs, Thursday night football. Chiefs got to take this one. I I think Keenan Allen said that he's probable to be out uh, 
this coming or when they play. So something wrong with his hamstring. Patrick Mahomes looks locked in. They look ready to tear up the league again. Chiefs. Okay. Will. Kansas City. Okay. Mac. This will be a good game. They always, I feel like, play each other really close. But I'm going to take Kansas City. Reminder, this game is on Amazon something. Now. Prime Video. Amazon Prime Video. Wow. Yes. Which is insane because it's a stream, so Sports it's going to run behind anything. <laughs> who's, yeah. who's calling that game for them? They got a couple good well, guys. Oh, they got Street Kurt Curve Street, Curve Street and Al Michaels. Didn't Amazon get Troy Aikman? No, Troy Aikman is at ESPN now. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's right. So it's Al Michaels and Kirk Herb Street. That's, that's interesting. Oh, that's right, Herb Street. That's Especially because Herb Street still works for ABC and ESPN, so it's like split him. That's weird. <laughs> but More money. Yeah. yeah. And then Monday Night Football, Titans-Bills. Wow. I don't know after that Thursday night game if I can pick the Bills to lose a game. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's Bills, everybody. I think it'll be closer than people expect because Tennessee lost today. I don't know. It's prime but time at Buffalo. Give me Buffalo. Yeah, I'm going to take the Bills also. I I agree with Mason. I don't think it's going to be hard to pick to pick against the Bills this yes, year. Right. They're, they're going to be insane all season. So, But that's about all we have for the time for tonight. Um uh thanks guys for coming back it's been i think we're gonna have a great semester of shows this year but uh as always go Go tops. tops